0: On this podcast, sometimes we talk to our CrossFitters, sometimes we talk to our coaches, sometimes we talk to Glen Ed business leaders, and sometimes we just hang out, a couple of good dudes having a good conversation. That's what today is. Stick around. Welcome to the
1: CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters,
0: and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg.
1: What is up, everybody? Dallas Amston coming at you. From parts unknown, right? Blue skies behind me. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast. Uh, So excited to have you all here. As Coach G said, and as uh, as the opening video there said as well, this is an opportunity to talk with our local CrossFitters here at CFE. This is an opportunity to meet some of our coaches and learn some new skills and learn mindset things and learn nutrition tips and tricks and all of that, as well as occasionally we get to talk to some of our Glenn Ed business owners and learn more about the characters behind those things. But uh, I'm your co-host, Dallas Amston, so excited to have you all here. I am your Communicate to Succeed coach, and I help entrepreneurs, especially introverted entrepreneurs, leverage not just, not just how to give a good talk, not just how to even give a great talk, but actually how to build a talk. Around transformation that actually takes people from one thing to another. So very excited to have you all here and with me as always, my co-host G Skell.
0: What's up, guys? I'm Coach G. I'm the G M at CrossFit Brazil, and I guess my job is to channel the the mind, the brain power, the skills of very talented fitness and nutrition coaches to transforming people's lives in the Glen Ed area, working with some of the best and brightest that our area has to offer in terms of coaching and occasionally we uh, we channel that knowledge into this podcast and sometimes we just talk and so here we are today I'm hanging out at home Dallas is hanging out at a, a beautiful they're,
1: they're not technically an advertiser of the show but I'm at Starbucks for those of you watching this is a nitro brew and uh, I'm in uh, Chesterfield blue skies. so look at that man that's a gorgeous background. You is know, this too actually Hollywood that. to have the sunglasses on? Should I remove them? Should I? Should I take a look? If you're feeling do it, the with it,
0: Slow motion removal too. <laughs> if you're feeling it, go with it, my dude. You yeah. hey.
1: Either that is, or I'm gonna gonna going to
0: squint the whole time. So I think you probably want
1: the glasses on.
0: So you got the the beautiful blue backgrounds, and I've got my my light blue hoodie, I'm trying to bring <laughs> out the trying to bring out the blues here. Just hanging out at home. And feeling pretty good. What's uh, what's happening today, Dallas?
1: Man, so uh, we we were talking about this idea that you and I were just gonna, you know, throw throw some stuff at the board and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested, G, on talking a little bit, picking your brain a little bit um, mm-hmm. as a as a PT, as a physical yeah. therapist, if I can. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that about you. You want to? Um, yeah. So just so everybody here. Uh, listening knows, Um, non-CrossFit related injury to Dallas's lower back. And, um, and, uh, and what it's done though, is it's severely limited some of what I can do as far as movement without pain and strain and all of that. Um, I, I am seeing a physical therapist, but what you all don't know, or some of you might or might not know about coach G here,
0: what's your background in PT? So in 2008, I started my graduate school education at Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, at the time, the number two PT school in the entire nation. And alongside what is definitively some of the smartest, sharpest, best people I've ever been around, I became a professional and became professionally indoctrinated into the the science of studying human movement, where I just instinctively analyze and dissect how a person moves and how that contributes to feeling good and how that contributes to feeling like hell. And there are stimulus for both of these, but graduated in 2011. I got my degree, my doctorate in physical therapy and went to work full time in the PT clinic setting simultaneous to all of this my wife, Caroline, and I began coaching CrossFit. And so one of the things that we do in the PT world is we bring somebody from handicap or limitation or disability of some sort. We bring them from less than their norm, less than status quo, back to status quo. Yeah. Then in CrossFit, we take people from status quo to phenomenal or status quo to their best life, right? So I was doing both of these things up until 2013 at the point I was uh, attracted I was working 94 hours a week <laughs> it was 60 in the PT clinic 34 with our growing CrossFit following and at that point my son was born mm-hmm. and it was very clear that I I had to make a choice if yeah I was gonna have a relationship with my son something would have to give yeah. so I left physical therapy behind to go all in on coaching CrossFit, but I will admit that my mind is forever changed in that I still instinctively analyze human movement everywhere I go. I could be at a mall. I study how a person walks. I say their gait pattern, G-A-I-T, gait pattern. I study how people hold their posture, how they hold their shoulders, how they stand, how they sit, how they move, the, the role at the, how their ankle moves when they step over walk over it and whether i can contribute to problems down the line i'm just we were completely brainwashed in grad school you couldn't think about anything else besides physiology movement Mm -hmm. movement science and so i have a pretty robust understanding of the physiology of everything the yeah. physiology of the human body yeah, and right. the pathogenesis of movement dysfunction.
1: You know, it's interesting. You said you, you, uh, one of the things my wife and I'll do if we're ever traveling, like if we find ourselves in an airport or pre, you know, pre 2020, one of the things we would do regularly is cold day or rainy day, take the kids to the mall and let them play in one of those kid areas where they're climbing and jumping and moving, um, Right. And people watching is a huge part of that. Like you just sit oh, there sure. and my wife and I, and rather than, um, we really try and make sure our heads aren't buried in our phones that we're watching and engaging with our kids. The amount of times Greg, I hear, Hey dad, watch this. and I'm like, all right, that's awesome. But my wife and I will just watch and we're looking around and we're making up stories about people. Um, you know, just like, I wonder what their story is. Oh, that couple's in a fight. You know, we just have fun with that. But um, the same thing you do on body movement, watching people, I actually do when people are presenting as well. It's just one of those natural things because I know the art and the science of public yes. presentation and public speaking and communication, so I like to watch. And my my wife gets annoyed at me sometimes when I'll will be listening to a speech or something, and I'll pause and I'll say, "You'll be at church
0: dissecting it? the pastor's presentation." hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: And the church we attend, my brother is the pastor, so he loves that. Um, oh, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's one of those interesting things. Watching the way people move. Um, and I know that's, do you find for yourself in your own movements then, yes. do you find that you're able to, um, let's say you're working on a deadlift and mm-hmm. you're going for a new, uh, PR personal record in a, in a deadlift there. Um, yep. are you able to, in the moment say, oh, this is out of place. I need to lower that. I need to do that. I need to make those adjustments or, is, or, um, or or do you have to like watch yourself back? Are you able to pull out in the moment and know what you're doing? Or do you re- record it and watch it back? And h-
0: how are you with your own body awareness? So I've often, I've thought about this many times and I feel like I do have, because of my understanding of human physiology, structure, anatomy, I do feel like I have an unfair advantage when it comes to this sort of thing
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I know exactly where all the body parts are supposed to be when we're moving.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I know straight away if my movement is becoming compromised, if I'm going into a danger zone. So I can feel it yeah. in my own body. And one of the one of the challenges, one of the great gifts being a CrossFit coach is trying to impart that same level of understanding to our CrossFitters. Yeah. So they can self-diagnose when they're doing something that is potentially risky, mm-hmm. they can self-diagnose when they're moving really well and they should, should be going faster in a workout. It's imparting the understanding of movement that it takes to be the best possible athlete for life, athlete yeah. for parenthood, athlete for your, your everyday job, athlete in the CrossFit gym. Right. But yeah, I can feel it in myself. I do often record my workouts also so i have that visual feedback as well yeah because there's sometimes there are just some things that you you do identify when you're watching yourself exercising on tape yep which uh, sometimes it's useful and sometimes it's like damn my calves are really really skinny (laughs) (laughs) i should do more calf raises i gotta
1: do that i gotta get rid of those dinky calves that's hilarious
0: um calf raises G. scal needs more of them i've got such chicken legs like all the meat is in my thighs and my glutes and none of it's in my calves that explains why i can't jump very high i've got john jones legs anybody who's fans of uh the ufc john jones light heavyweight champion exact same build exact same build as that guy
1: well, one of the things to um, translating that movement to other areas of life, you know, I was uh, just was recently hanging out with some family members and Arrow, my youngest, uh, for those of you who don't know, he's, he's four, he's about to be five. Um, but he, he came up to me and I squatted down to him and was talking to him and I went to lift him up and someone commented, they were like, man, you were so deep in a squat there. Yeah, because I know how to do it in a way that I'm not bending over at my back. Mm-hmm. I'm use I'm squatting deep down, sitting deep in my hips and um, making sure using your legs, train. not your back to the yeah, left, using my legs. But it's one of those things I don't even think about anymore. But it's one of those perform better movements. You know, we talk right. everybody on this podcast all the time here at CFE. It's not just look better and feel better, but also perform better. And like I um one of my older sons wanted me to carry him and he's nine now and he's a hefty hefty chunk but um but he was like dad can you carry me and the way I lifted him up and just like it was basically like I just threw him on my shoulder and did a whole little thing there but it was a totally safe movement because I know how to do it oh and and he he joked he was like dad you can press me and so I just literally started doing shoulder to overheads with him in my arms but it was totally safe and totally fun but it was one of those things or if I didn't know the right movement, I would have hurt myself.
0: Well, it's kind of kind of cool to see the translation of, you know, the gym stuff that you've worked on with the coaches, seeing it translate to everyday life. Because that's yeah, that's what most of us are. Like most of us, our gym performance is a means to an end. It's not the end itself. Most yeah. of us yeah. want to look better, feel better, perform better. Like you want to be your superhero to your kids. Right. And to anybody who doesn't know, like Dallas here can press a house. Like that dude can shoulder press, push press a mountain. So, you know, shoulder pressing an eight-year-old has got to be no problem for him. Because I know for a fact that he can shoulder press more than that eight-year-old weighs. a lot more than that yeah. eight-year-old ways. It's fun, though. It's fun to be able to play with them at that level, you know,
1: to be that right. superhero form. And one of the things, too, you mentioned that when we're in a workout – and we're, we're moving well, uh, and we know if we need to speed up or whatever, one of the great things, if you're here and you're like, Oh, these, I hear about these wads and these Metcons and all of these things, this, this language that we use as CrossFitters, um, the coaches are always looking to make sure that you never sacrifice form for speed because they, it doesn't matter how fast you get the workout done. If you shred something in the workout. So we it's, you know, it's move with excellence. It's a mantra you will regularly hear here at CrossFit Edwardsville, everybody, because if you can learn to move with excellence in the gym and in the workout, and then you can translate that over. And that's why it's so cool to have a PT. I mean, you are a PT, even though you're not
0: practicing right now. Um, But to know that that's your background is a really great thing. Well, I've done the best that I can to impart whatever knowledge I have to our coaching staff. And something you guys may not know. So, as the GM, we have regular coaches' congresses at CFE where we gather as a coaching team, we hang out, we, we, we have a meal together, and then we do a round table where each of us takes three to five minutes and speaks on a topic that augments the understanding and the knowledge base of the team. Yeah. So, Caroline will give a talk, Jake will give a talk, Bailey will give a talk, Debbie will give a talk. You know, I'll give a talk. I and just want to be a fly start. on the wall for these. <laughs> we do record them sometimes, but it's usually just for internal training purposes. Sure,
1: sure, of course. But yeah,
0: what we do is we're, we're sharing the knowledge that we have to help each of us enhance our skill set.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: I just happen to have a pretty interesting perspective because of my background at WashU. Yeah. And with PT. Yeah.
1: So you said, I'm sorry, you said in 2013 is when you quit practicing?
0: Correct. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. It was the end of 2013. Yeah. All right. The, um, like right before Thanksgiving, I think. Okay. okay. Right before Thanksgiving. And uh, that was a scary time. Because at the time, you You were making a leap, weren't you? Well, CrossFit Edwardsville was, it was doing very well, but I had never taken a paycheck ever Mm. from it. Literally, I worked for free all the way up until that point. So CrossFit Edwardsville was born in 2010, I think. And I just worked there for free until that point in 2013. And just built like, you know, me and the other coaching team, all of our coaches, they were all paid. Like all of the support staff, they were all paid. The cleaning team was paid. The coaches were paid. The admins were paid. The tech people were paid. Everybody was paid except for me. And that was the very first time where I was like, okay, I got a brand new baby at home. Well, as of August 2013, brand new baby at home. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I'm going all in on this CrossFit thing, all in on being the GM, all on being the coach of coaches. Yep. yep. It's time. It's time to start uh, reaping what I've sown.
1: Sure. Well, that I think it's, I doing. think
0: uh, you've done a heck of a job with that.
1: So I think we can all give you uh, kudos for that one. I do have I do have one other question for you. What yeah. is um, What is again you you study how people move? What do you think is one of the uh, most common errors people make? Just physically in the way that their posture or in right. the way they walk or whatever. What's the one of the most common things
0: that you go? That's going to lead to problems down the road.
1: That maybe we can all be so aware
0: of. Th- this is a this is a, a fascinating question, and I have I have an answer. I think will be very. very I'm asking very this while my shoulders are hunched forward. By the way, and I'm so, leaning over a laptop. So that so that's the thing. So so much of our everyday lives has us sitting and hunched forward. Yeah. We're driving in our bucket seats in the the SUV. It's got our shoulders hugged this way and we're holding the steering wheel here. We're at the computer and we're in this position. Sure. You're, you know, maybe you're writing something down and you're in this position. Yeah. Your head is forward. Your shoulders are slashed forward and rounded toward the front sitting and we'll, we can shoot as like a lazy pattern at your desk so so many of our our crossfitters have white collar jobs yeah and sedentary jobs where they, they often they sit for long time periods maybe on their phone throughout the day but generally speaking sitting at a desk is a very common thing a lot of our crossfitters do yeah we're on right. our cell phones after work is done we go home and we're on our cell phones and we're right here right with the hands in front of us, shoulders rounded, slash forward, sitting like sitting at home, sitting in the in the you know the minivan, sitting at work, with our pelvis tucked I, underneath us. Sitting I love three L you, uh, you
1: started with SUVs and you landed on minivans. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's the the Edwardsville way, Dallas. Yep. The SUVs and way. minivans. Welcome to Glen Ed. Welcome to Glen Ed. But like, it's that persistent slouched forward posture. Yeah. That, for all of us, especially men, I would say, contributes to the pectoral muscles being stiff and short, the biceps muscles, the forearm muscles being stiff and short, and so we're in all like this like almost like Hugging somebody type posture forward rounded posture regularly. Yeah. And that slouched forward rounded posture is one of those things that contributes to your head and neck being out of alignment, your shoulders being out of alignment, your spine being out of alignment and being in that position while by itself briefly being in that position briefly is not harmful at all. Yeah. But being there for long periods of time and not doing anything to counteract it, yeah, that creates undue stress. So all of a sudden you start getting tension headaches because your head is always here and the back of your neck is working really hard all of the time to hold you from collapsing forward. Sure. So I would say generally speaking, you say there's what is like one thing that everybody could do in their everyday lives just to make everything feel better, I would say pull your shoulders back, tuck your chin in, sit tall and proud. When you're standing, do the same thing. Stand tall and proud with excellent posture, just like our parents told us we're growing up and like our moms told us when we were growing up. There's there's also interesting side benefits to this. Besides alleviating undue, excessive, long-term stresses that can lead to head pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, hip pain because it's all connected. In addition to relieving long term pain conditions. Uh, there's a very famous TED talk that Amy Cuddy did on power posing. Yeah, I remember and this one. TED talk, the, the thrust of it, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat controversial. And apparently, it's like it's difficult to replicate the results of it. But yeah. if you believe that there's something there to that, you could actually change the hormones that your body produces and how you feel. Based yeah. on how you hold yourself in your posture. The punchline, better posture, standing like you're tall, you're proud, you're confident, you know, standing tall, chin in, shoulders back, chest out, standing like that way, it reduces cortisol levels, the stress hormone, increases testosterone levels, the energy, the strength, the vitality, the vivaciousness hormone. And that can directly impact how you feel immediately. Yeah. According yeah. to Amy Cuddy, two minutes. If you do like a power pose for two minutes, according to her, there's a a measurable, tangible hormonal shift that happens in the human body. Yeah. With the result being, you just feel better right away. You feel confident right away. Tony Robbins says that where energy goes, focus flows. And he says that movement is like, is emotion. And so like how you hold your body, like how you position yourself Mm -hmm. directly impacts how you feel. You can even feel more awake right away if you sit and stand with better posture. So everybody, that's kind of a quick tip, quick trick. One of
1: the other things too, is just become aware. Like when you're hunched over for a long periods of time, take that few minutes in between, you know, in between phone calls or whatever, activate your body a little bit. Um, That's a great quick tip for all of us. So thanks for that coach G Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this conversation up for today. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, if or, or did you have something else to say, look, that's face. it, my dude. Oh, OK, so um, if people are interested in finding out more about CFE CrossFit Edwardsville, what is the best way for
0: them to reach out? Google us, find us on the interwebs, check us out on all of the social platforms, on all of the podcast platforms. And when you're ready to learn what your CrossFitter journey looks like, find us at CrossFitEdwardsville.com and schedule a no sweat conversation with a coach. And that coach will help to guide you, for you uniquely and specifically, what does your CrossFitter journey look like? That's where it starts, is that no-sweat conversation.
1: Awesome. So thank you again, G. Everybody, thank you for watching this and or listening to this wherever you're finding us. And feel free, if you're enjoying these conversations and enjoying the information you get, feel free to leave us a five-star review and share it with your friends. That would be awesome. So thank you so much. And as I always like to say, what did I say, G.?
0: Have a championship day. Boom.